hope is found He is my light, my strength, my song This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest drought and storm What heights of love, what depths of peace When fears are stilled, when striving sings My comforter People of God and God bless you for In the book of Isaiah, chapter 12, verse 4 to 5, it says that on that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, make them remember that his name is exalted. Praise the Lord in song, for he hath done glorious things, and let this be known throughout all the earth. So even at this moment, I want you to just say thank you, God. Say thank you, God. Let God know how grateful you are to Him tonight, how good He has been. Let Him know that indeed it has been Him. It has been Him. For the Bible says, again, in the book of Psalm 107, verse 1 to 3, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. He has redeemed from trouble and gathered him from the land, saved from the east and from the west, and from the north and from the south. So let's let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's give him glory. Let's give him honor. Indeed, he is the one that we can say has delivered us. Many are the afflictions and the troubles of man, but God delivered them out of them all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them out of them all. He has delivered us. Let us thank him for his protection, for his guidance, for his faithfulness. For his goodness, for his goodness, for his goodness, indeed. We thank you, Lord. Tonight we give you glory, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you adoration. If you can call it and help us, thank the Lord this morning. This if this evening to be very good. So if your place is cool and you can call in and let us pray together. Let us thank God. We bless your name, Father. We give you glory. We give you adoration. We exalt thee. We say, Indeed, you are great. We say, Indeed, you are God. We bless your name tonight. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you honor. We adore your name. Thank you, O God, for the goodness, for the goodness, for the great things that you have done in our lives. 
We are grateful tonight, O God. Words are not enough to describe how God you have been to us. Oh, if it is not, if it is not the Lord, let us say, if it hasn't been for the Lord, let us say, we are grateful tonight, O God. We bless you and we bless you. Father, we bless you, Lord. We bless you. We give you praise. We give you glory. May your name be glorified. Your name be adored in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We thank you for the gift of life. Lord, we bless you, O God. Oh, merciful Father, everlasting God, great King. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, O God, in the name of Jesus, bless you, Lord. Bless you, bless you, Lord. Bless you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your sustenance. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, give you praise, give you glory. In the name of Jesus, God, oh God, oh God, there is none like you. 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 We bless you, we give you all your praise, your name be exalted. Without you, oh blessed, 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 blessed be your name, oh God, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. in the name of Jesus. God bless you for praying and thank you. Now move to the next prayer point. And we are praying for cleansing and washing even as we have come before the presence of the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Psalms chapter 51 verse 7 and verse 10, he says, Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. And create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. We are praying, telling God tonight that even as we have come to fellowship in his presence, we are praying, committing, bringing ourselves before him that every stain, every dent, any stain that will prevent us from receiving the best of God tonight, whether consciously or unconsciously, whether deliberately or not deliberately. We are praying that the blood of Jesus should cleanse us, our minds, our bodies, our spirits, our soul from every field, from every contamination that will be able to receive the fullness of His goodness tonight in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Jesus, Father, we pray, O God, uh-huh. in this heaven, that you cleanse and wash 
us. You purge us, oh God. You purge us, oh God. Even as we have come before your presence, that, oh God, every state, every death, every fear, every contamination of the food in the body, of the soul, in the mind, of our images and understanding, even though our sins are great as crimson, you shall make us as white as that by your mercy but by your mercy First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4. He says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. And he that prophesied edified the church. In verse 14 says, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayed, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with understanding also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with understanding also. This, we are entering into the moment of tongue speaking, that is praying in the unknown tongue. That even as we pray, even as we take time to pray in tongues, that the Holy Ghost will stir us up, that the Holy Ghost will stir us up, even in this moment, in the name of Jesus, let there be a stirring to our spirit, just as it is said in all the scriptures, that it will not speak that in our own Oh, <laughs> 
our last prayer is that father take absolute control moses said for when shall they know that you are with us except that you go with us when how will these heathen nations know that you are with us and you are our god if you do not go with us so therefore let your presence not just go with us but go before us 
That is a part of the prayer I really love. He asked for God's presence. He asked for God's glory. And he said that, Lord, even if I found favor in your sight, show me your glory. He asked for favor, glory, and the presence of God. So you want to lift your voice and you are telling God that, Lord, we dedicate today's meeting, the teaching, the prayers, even, even the ministration of the Spirit that should come afterwards into your hands. And we are saying that, Lord, take control. Lord, speak to me. Lord, help me tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. I have come. I have come. I have come unto Mount Zion. I know my help is here. I know my help is here today. Therefore, Lord, as I lift my voice, oh Lord, help me. Even as you take precedence, as you take precedence, as you take precedence, as you take precedence, I want to lift your voice, lift your heart, Father, we bless you. Lord, we give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are blessed because you are here. You are blessed because you are connected. You are blessed because you pray. You are blessed because there's a blessing in this house, in this meeting, in this podcast for you. Hallelujah. Even as you listen, God bless you. Even as you stay to the end. Amen. May the blessing of overcomers, may the blessing of finishes be your portion even as you stay to the end in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today's teaching is a continuation of our session on the school of ministry. And we shall be looking at a theme a theme that we have captured or entitled as let brotherly love continue let brotherly love continue amen if somebody can hear me you want to type let brotherly love continue even as you are listening to the recorded audio right now you still want to leave a comment by typing let brotherly love continue amen it's a charge, it's an admonishment, and it's an empowerment, and it's an encounter with grace to do. Grace to become and to be able to do from that which you become. Amen. So God richly bless you. God bless you. Um, and prepare for us. This evening is one of our own. Um, she's a sister, she's a friend, she's somebody I believe God is still grooming and preparing and raising for the work of the ministry so without much I do and saying anymore I want to um, I want to make you people help me welcome um, our own minister Jennifer winning amen to bless us with today's word. 
please give her all the support you've given all previous ministers with the scriptures, with keeping the page active. Amen. And every other thing that you can do to make the administration a successful one. God bless you. study the word of God and every time that we come before the feet of peace I hope you can hear me every time that we come before Jesus every time that we come to study the word of God he gives us his word his living word and that word it cleanses us amen that word cleanses us please I'm going to be giving um, some scriptures so as many as can help with this posting of the scriptures I'll be very glad amen when Jesus, I was saying that when we come before Jesus, he gives us a word, each and every one of us. He gives us a now word, a, a rima word. So when you come before the Lord, you come with an expectation. Hallelujah. You come with an expectation. You come expecting to receive something for him because he is full and he wants to pour himself onto us all the time. Amen. He is full and he wants to pour himself onto us. He wants to pour his love and his blessings unto us. So when we come, we come to receive. We come to draw from him, from his presence. Amen. Amen. So when we spend time in the word, such as we do right now, every time we connect with the podcast and we listen to the man of God preaching, every time we open our Bibles, the word cleanses us. Amen. So when we come in contact with the word, we do not leave the same way that we came. We live better, we live cleaner, we live stronger. Because the word of God, it has the effect of pure water. Can someone please post um, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. Another person, John chapter 15 verse 3. Ephesians 5 26. Another one, John chapter 15 verse 3. And then Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. John 15, verse 23. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Amen. When we go into the world, every time in our day-to-day activities, we pick certain defilements from the word. And it is the, the word from the world, sorry. And it is the word of God that has power to cleanse us, to wash us of the dust of the world from our feet amen ephesians chapter 5 verse 26 that he might sanctify and cleanse it he's talking about the church here with the washing of the water by the word so here the word of god is likened onto water pure water Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22 let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Amen. For the word of God, it cleanses us. 
So I want you to believe that as you live here, you are not going to live the same. You are going to live better than you can. You are going to live stronger and mightier and weightier. Amen. Amen. Because of the cleansing effect of your way, we are not going to go back the same. So I am Minister Jennifer Winning. And I want to thank, first of all, God Almighty for life and for strength, for the opportunity and the privilege to lead his people today, to bring the word to us. Amen. And now my second thanks goes to, second of all, to the man of God, the bishop of the house. He's a very great leader and apostle of the generation. I really um, respect him a lot and I am honored to be his friend. Hallelujah. Mr. Samuel, I am so grateful for the opportunity and the platform that you have given unto me today to bring the word of God to us. Amen. God which we bless you. And then, last but not the least, I want to thank each and every person here who has made time to be here. Amen. God bless you so much. God bless you so much. I believe, I believe that God has a word for each and everybody here so have an expectation like i said before have an expectation when there is an expectation there shall be a performance hallelujah when there's an expectation there shall be a performance so whatever it is that you may be in need of believe that god can do it for you because everything that we need it can be found in the word of god it can be found in the word of god hallelujah Amen. For the word, for the Bible says in Second Peter chapter one verse three. Someone can prove that Second Peter chapter one verse three. Second Peter chapter one verse three that He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He has given us all things, all things that pertain to life and godliness. His divine power has granted unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called as to his own glory and excellence hallelujah so anything that we could possibly want for life and for godliness it is in the word of god amen so if it is um healing that you want the word his word says that for the words i speak to you they are spirit they are life and they are healing to all their flesh they are healing to all their flesh somebody type all their flesh amen so whatever this order that is in the body from the from the tip of your head to the soles of your feet the word of god has power to heal that amen from the outside to the inside from outside to past your skin into the tissues into the cells even into the dna god bless you as you type amen the word of god has power to heal amen if it is deliverance that it is it, If it is deliverance that you are looking for, the word of God says, the word of God, the word of the Lord says that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Okay. Very well, we'll get into the word very soon. <laughs> if it's deliverance, the word, the word says he, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Hallelujah. So whatever it is that you are in expectation of, I believe that God can meet you at the point of your need today. 
okay so as our man of god will always say give me your ears but give god your heart amen 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 and your ears really are a gate to your heart so open the gate of your heart unto me amen even as you give god your ears today we are going to be hallelujah god bless God. please don't forget to like the show amen today the topic as our man of god has already said is let brotherly love continue let brotherly love continue and under this we are going to be look at we are going to be looking at what love is or rather who love is because we are going to learn that love is not a thing love is not just a feeling but love is a person love is a person we are going to under that we are going to look at the types of love we will look at the characteristics of love and then the practical demonstrations of love and then the importance of letting love continue letting brotherly love continue amen amen so let's get into the word first of all what is love what is love the oxford dictionary defines love as an intense feeling of deep affection amen an intense feeling of deep affection beloved this is the definition of the world i would say love is not just a feeling when we describe love as a feeling or emotion then we are taking only a small bit of love and then we are making it represent the whole and that is not very accurate amen amen the, the the definition of love of the word love from the believers point of view our standards should come from the word of god so what does the word of god say love is what is the view of the word of god on love can someone can someone kindly post first john chapter 4 verse 16. first john chapter 4 verse 16. thank you mr david god bless you first john 4 16 and we have known and believed that we have known and believed the love that god had to us god is love god is love god is love and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in god and god in him amen amen can someone also post first john chapter 4 verse 10 i prefer the passion translation if, you can, if i can get the passion translation or any other version but prefer the passion first john chapter 4 verse 10 and this is love not that we have loved god but he loved us and he sent his son to be the procreation of our sins hallelujah hallelujah so we are learning from the word of god today that love is not a feeling love is not an emotion or even a force love is a person and that person is jesus god is love according to the word of god in first john there are only two things that the uh, the apostle john teaches us that god is in the book of first john there are two things that he refers to god that god is these things one he says god is light god is light okay the passion translation is here the light of god's love shined within us when he sent his matchless son into the world so that we might live through him 
this is love amen this is love he loved us long before we loved him it was his love not ours he proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering to take away our sin hallelujah so this is love that god loved us enough to come to let his son come and die and take away our sins god is love according to the word of god god is love and i was saying that there are two things that the, the apostle john says god is one the first is god is light and um, mr samuel our papa has us on that so i'm not going to talk on that and my topic is love the second one too that the apostle john says god is his love god is love hallelujah he doesn't just love us or he doesn't just give love his very essence is love love is who he is amen love he is who he is so love took on flesh and dwelt among us the love of God for us is so overwhelming, is so overpowering, is so great, we cannot comprehend it. That even while we were yet sinners, He died for us. That is how great and mighty the love of God is towards us. Amen. Amen. So from this understanding, we know that God, now that we have seen that God is love, it means you cannot truly love your neighbor, you cannot truly love your brother or those around you if you do not know God. For God is love. Hallelujah. First John chapter 4, verse 78. Can someone kindly post first John 4, 78? what love really is and he raised the standard of love amen when we read matthew chapter 5 verse 27 downwards we are going to see jesus contrasting the old testament and the new testament the law and then the new commandment that he was given to us in the old testament it says an eye for an eye but jesus says when a brother when someone strikes you on one cheek on the right cheek you turn the left one 
Amen. Amen. So Jesus came and he raised the standard of love. Hallelujah. So let us, he is love personified. Amen. Jesus was love personified. Love to come flesh and dwelt amongst us. To show us who love is. To show us what love is. To, show, to demonstrate unto us how we should love. Amen. For God is love. John chapter 15, sorry, John 15 verse 13. Can someone kindly post John 15 verse 13? Greater love had no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Amen. God is love and his love is with Let us go into the types of love. We have four types of love. I'll see manifestations of love. The first one is agape love, which is the love of God, as I, as I have been saying, the love of God for mankind. This is the highest kind of love. And it is out of this love that the other kinds of love flow. Amen. All the other kinds of love, they stem out of the love of God. Hallelujah. Because God is love. Can someone please post John 3.16 for us? John 3.16 is probably the, the most quoted or most popular Bible verse in the world. Amen. It is a very popular scripture. John 3.16, I'm sure most of us can even put it off there. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And we have read in John chapter 15, verse 13, that greater love has no man than this. So the love of God, the unconditional, sacrificial love of God, that is agape love. And it is this love that every other love stems from. And we are, going, we are learning that unless we accept the love of the Father for us, we cannot love anybody because he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Hallelujah. The second type of love that I've listed here is Eros. E R O S, Eros. And this is a sensual or a romantic kind of love. This this kind of love has something more sexual to it. And as Christians, this kind of love is reserved for the married people. Hallelujah. So, I also wrote here that you cannot love your wife as a husband, or a wife cannot love her husband unless you have accepted the love of the Father. Hallelujah. Unless you have accepted the love of the Father, you cannot even truly love your spouse. Because even we are the bride and Jesus is the bridegroom. Amen. God says, love husbands, love your wife, even as Christ loves the church. Amen. Even as Christ loves the church. So if you do not know the love of God, you cannot love, truly, truly love your wife. Amen. We hear of testimonies where there's a couple and then they are struggling, even though everything is okay. The marriage is on the road, but then they come to meet Jesus and then their marriage is restored. Hallelujah. The next type of love I have listed here is storging. S-T-O-R-G-E. This is a, the parental kind of love. The love that a parent 
has for his child and then this then the same thing applies here if you do not know the love of god if you have not accepted agape love you cannot truly love your children because the love of god that the love that god has for us it can be also likened to the love god has for his children because god is our father and we are his children so he loves us as children so as a father you look at the love of god see that god chastises whom he loves so you also know that you have to chastise your children if you love them you know that god gives so you also give unto your children you know that god forgives so you also forgive amen we look at the love of god so that you can truly love your children as a parent hallelujah and the fourth one is failure Philia, P-H-I-L-I, and this is the kind of love we are talking about today, brotherly love. This is the type of intimate love that Christians must practice toward each other. This is the bond of friendships, amen. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 1. This is the love for fellow humans. Caring for one another, having compassion. Can someone kindly post Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1? And then another person, John 13, 35. 13, verse 1. Let brotherly love continue, which is uh, uh, the, our topic for today, verbatim. John 13, verse 35. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. If you have love for one another, this love that we have for one another is the love, is what is going to make all people of the world come to know Jesus. Hallelujah. Brotherly love. And then I'm going to add a bonus love, which is self love. Matthew chapter 22, verse 31. Yes, the bonus one, the bonus type is not part of the conventional or the traditional form. But I'm adding it because there is such a thing as self-love. Matthew chapter 22 verse 31. Matthew chapter Thank you, Mr. Francis. Matthew chapter 22, verse, God bless you. Matthew chapter 22, verse 31. But as touching the resurrection of the dead, are you sure? Matthew chapter 22, verse 31. 35, rather. Where it says, love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. Love your neighbor as yourself. So you must love yourself. Hallelujah. And even self-love is something that you, you cannot truly do if you have not accepted the love of the Father. Hallelujah. And that the self-love is something that the natural man naturally doesn't have a problem with. Because the word of God says that in the last days, men are going to be lovers of themselves. 39 years. Men are going to be lovers of themselves. But then there are still people who struggle to love themselves. They feel like they are they are in the wrong body or they just hate themselves. This is something that only God, the love of God, can correct. Amen. It is if you feel like you are trapped in the wrong body or you are a wrong person and you just hate your body. That those thoughts like that, they are not of you. Amen. They 
They are just torments of the devil trying to oppress. Until you accept the love of their father, you cannot be free for such, from such things. Amen. They are going to look at the characteristics of love. Hallelujah. I hope you are learning something. Please don't forget to like, like the show. First Corinthians chapter 
jealous when the other person is succeeding. Amen. Love isn't envious. Love is not boastful or proud. Love does not lord itself over other people and make other people feel small. Love does not exalt itself or dishonor others. Amen. When you when you love someone, you are not going to lord yourself over the person. You don't make the other person feel small or feel unwanted or useless. You you, you do not dishonor those that you love. Amen. Love is selfless. Love is always about the other person. Hallelujah. Love is always about the person that you love or the thing that you love. You are always thinking about the other person. What can I do to make this person's life better? Or what, what are the kind of things this person's like this person likes that I can do for the person? How can I please this person today? Amen. Love is always about the other person. Seeking to please the other person. Love suffers long. Love is long-suffering. Love has a long fuse. <laughs> Amen. Love doesn't blow up easily. It doesn't uh, get angry easily or doesn't give up easily. Hallelujah. It endures. <laughs> it's long-suffering. It endures. It endures challenges. It endures hardship. And love overcomes all things. Hallelujah. Love keeps no record of wrongs. If you love someone and they do something wrong to you, they've apologized, you've moved on. You don't keep on going back to it. You don't keep the record in your mind. Hallelujah. Maybe because you have a brain, you can remember, but the pain of it should leave you. Hallelujah. Love doesn't keep a record of wrongs, but rather love forgives. Love forgives. God loves so much. God has loved us so much. He has forgiven us plenty. And even as He has forgiven us, He expects us to also forgive. With the, the parable of the man that owed the king so much money. He owed the king so much money. Let's say he owed the king billions of dollars. Okay, let me say million. And then he went to beg the king. He said, I can't pay. And the king had compassion on him and forgave him his debt. And then he, going away, went to beat someone who owed him just a small 50 billion pounds. Who owed him just a small um, fraction of that money. But he did not forgive the other person. And the king was angry and he said, I have forgiven you this much and you cannot forgive your brother. And the king cast, gave him over to the tormentors. Hallelujah. We have been forgiven much. <laughs> So we are also expected to forgive. Sometimes it is hard, but this is the commandment of the Lord. If you do not, he says in his word that if you do not forgive, he will also not forgive you. Amen. And love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with truth. Love does not delight in evil. We have learned today that God is love. And there is no evil in God. There is no darkness in him. There is no, in him is no darkness at all. So love cannot possibly delight in evil. Love rejoices in truth. Love does only that which is good. Amen. Because God is good and God is love. Amen.
love goes the extra mile chapter matthew chapter 5 verse 40 to 41 matthew chapter 5 verse 40 to 41 God bless you, Minister Fritz. This is First John chapter one verse five. This is then the message we have, which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Amen. So Matthew chapter five verse forty to forty-one. If any man will seal thee at the law, take away thy goods. Let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Amen. The King James is very heavy. ESV. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Amen. So love always goes the extra mile. Love does more. Amen. So we are going to look at the demonstration of love. We are going to the demonstration of love. It will be done very soon. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is here to help us. A demonstration of love. First John chapter 4, verse 19 and 20. Can someone please post? First John chapter 4, verse 17 more minutes. 17 more minutes. Wow. We thank God for that. First John chapter 4, verse 19 to 20. Love because he first loved us. Hallelujah. We love because he first loved us. So God is the cause of love. We love because he first loved us. The cause is that he loved us. And in effect, we also love. Amen. The cause is that he loved us first. And in effect, we also love verse 20 if anyone says i love god and hates his brother he is a liar for he for he who does not love his brother whom he whom he has seen cannot love god whom he has not seen amen you cannot if you do not love your brother whom you can see how can you say you love god whom you cannot see god is the cause he is the source of love. He is love himself. We love. The reason why we are able to even love is because he has first loved us. Hallelujah. We love because he first loved us. First John chapter 5 verse 1. First John chapter 4 verse 1. The Holy Spirit is giving us more time. First John chapter 5, verse 1. Chapter 5, verse 1, rather not 4. Sorry. 5, verse 1. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him begots, loveth him also, that is begotten of him. Okay. Everyone that loveth him that begots, loveth him also, that is begotten of him. Amen. <laughs> Let me read the ESV. Everyone who believes that Jesus is 
Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of him. Amen. And we have all been born of Christ. Those of us who belong to the body of Christ, we have been born of God. So if you believe that Jesus Christ is God, has been if you believe that Jesus God, Jesus is Christ, then you should you should love your neighbor. You should love your brother. Amen. John chapter 5, verse 12. John chapter 5, verse 12. Whoever has the son, not first John 5, verse 12. John 5, 12. Yes, please. John chapter 15 verse 12. John chapter 15 verse 12. It's rather 15. Please, what time? What exactly is the time? 45 to 55. John 15 verse 12. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. The standard is as I have loved you. God is the standard of of love amen god is the standard we loved as he has loved us as i have loved you so should you love one another so first of all we are going to learn that first of all in order for you to love in the first place you must first accept the love of the father <laughs> you must first accept the love of the father because he is the source of love amen even as i have loved you so should you love one another he is the source and we are the pipe through which this love flows to the rest to, to the world amen because i'm a, bio a biologist permit me to use this analogy he is like the heart the heart beating jesus is the heart that is beating pumping blood and the blood here will be the love that we are talking about and we are the arteries we are receiving the blood oxygenated blood and we are supplying to the body of christ we are supplying to the world amen that is how he is he is the source he is the cause so first of all we have to accept his love then we can extend it if you do not accept the love of the father you cannot extend it to the love extend that love to your brother hallelujah first of all before we can demonstrate love we have to accept the love of god practical demonstration of love um romans chapter 5 verse 5 and then first john chapter 5 verse 3 Romans 5, verse 5. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. The love of God, it has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit which has been given unto us. So when you come into God, you receive the Holy Spirit. And then the love of God is shed abroad in your heart. So it should be easier for you to love God, to love your neighbor. Amen. And even to love God. Hallelujah. If you do not love Accept the love of your father, cannot love him back. Amen. So let God love you first. 
let God love you first. Let God love you first. First John chapter 5, verse 3. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. So we are going to obey his commandments by showing love to one another. Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 9 to 21. Follow us if this is your first time here. Romans chapter 12, verse 9 to 81. Amen. From verse 9, Minister David, thank you for blessing. Love must be, I like your version, love must be without hypocrisy. Detest evil, cling to what is good. Verse 10, show family affection to one another with brotherly love. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lack diligence, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope patient in affliction, be persistent in prayer, share with the saints in their needs, pursue hospitality, amen. And the continuation, okay, let me, let me just continue. The, the first one is, let love be without hypocrisy. Let love be without hypocrisy. The King James says, let love be without dissimulation. Some versions also say, let love be genuine. Amen. Love must be without malice. It must be without evil intentions or ulterior motives, a hidden agenda. You don't love someone because of what you can get from them or what they can do for you. Amen. Love must be without or malice, or hidden motives, or secrecy. Love must be pure. Love must be genuine, without hypocrisy. Amen. Abort evil and hold on to what is good. We have learned that God is good, God is love. Therefore, love is, must also do good. Love does not delight in evil, like we learned in First uh, Corinthians chapter 13. Love does not delight in evil. Outdo one another in showing love. Outdo one another in showing love. Be zealous and be fervent. Like I said before, love is always concerned with the other person, not yourself. Love is selfless. Love is not selfish. Love is always thinking about the other person. So while you are trying to out, uh, to give more to the person you love, that person is also trying to do more for you. And then you progress in love. Amen. Outdo one another in showing love. Be zealous and be fervent. Be zealous and be fervent. Verse 13. Give to those in need. Pursue hospitality. Amen. Pursue hospitality. Love gives. Love is kind. So love, you don't see your brother in need when you can help and then ignore. And then you say you love the person. Amen. Pursue hospitality. Can someone... Matthew chapter 5 verse 42 
Matthew chapter 5, verse 42. And then 1 John chapter 3, verse 17 to 18. Yes. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Amen. If, if your brother asks you something, asks you for something and you can give it don't turn the person away and say oh i don't have or i can't give it to you right now amen this is we are learning how to let brotherly love continue give to him that asketh thee and from him that will borrow of thee turn not away if it is in your capacity you should give first john chapter 3 verse 18 my little children let us not love in word Neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So we are going to see that you love someone not just because you say that you love, but in your actions. Amen. In your actions. When you give to those in need. When you show sympathy. The verse 4, the verse 4, the verse 16, sorry. The verse 16 of Romans chapter 12 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Amen. That is showing sympathy. Amen. For one another, showing sympathy. You feel the pain of your brother. When your brother excels to you, are genuinely happy. You are genuinely happy. Live peaceably without causing trouble. Live peaceably without causing trouble. Sometimes someone may provoke you intentionally, but you have to live at peace with, it, with everybody. As far as it is within your means, as far as you can, live peaceably, live in peace with everybody and don't cause trouble. Love is peaceful. Amen. Verse 17, don't pay evil for evil. Don't pay evil for evil. Two wrongs never made a right. Amen. But overcome evil with like we learned in um, 1 Corinthians that love does not delight evil. When someone does evil to you, do not repay that person with evil. God says, don't avenge yourself. Vengeance is when God can take it for you. God's revenge will be better. The revenge that you are supposed to give to your neighbor is give to them. Pray for them. When your enemy asks you for water, give it to them. By so doing, you pile poles of water, or fire, sorry, on their head. Amen. Don't avenge yourself. Rather, overcome evil with good. Overcome evil. committing a sin not needing to 
death, he shall ask and God will give him life to those who commit sins that do not lead to death. There is sin that leads to death and you know there is sin that leads to death. I do not say that one should pray for that saving. ask and God shall give him life to those who commit sin. So, we learn that we have to pray for one another. Amen. We pray for one another in the body of Christ. Pray for one another. If you love somebody, you pray for them. You talk to God about them. You plead their case for them. Should I say plead their case? You pray to God for them. Amen. You pray for one another. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Okay. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Thank you, Mr. David. Please, is it better now? Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him. spiritual should restore him in the spirit of gentleness in the spirit of gentleness keep watch on yourself lest you too be tempted amen yes i said i'm not going to talk about the the sin which leads to death amen brethren if a man be overtaken in a fault he which has spiritual restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Amen. Correct one another in love with the spirit of meekness, with the spirit of gentleness. When you notice that a brother is walking astray or going astray, you pray for the person. You gently correct the person and restore the person. Lest you to be tempted, because each and every each and everybody is liable to be tempted. We are all humans. Amen. So when a brother falls, it's because you you should know that you can also fall. So you who are strong and you do not fall, you will restore the person. For the sake of this message, we are talking about all sin. Sin, every kind of sin, small sin, big sin. Amen. Pray for one another. Amen. So gently correct. Amen. And don't, when a brother confesses to you, don't pro uh, <laughs> propagate their sin. Amen. You don't propagate their story. You, 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 you don't share their weakness, amen, but rather you cover it, you cover their, naked, their nakedness, like the sons of Noah, Noah got drunk, <laughs> Noah got drunk and was sleeping naked, and one of his sons came and all he could do was laugh and then start talking about it, telling everybody that this is what our father is doing, that is not what we should do in the body of Christ, rather we should be like the other two sons, who came and covered him 
Hallelujah. So I've talked about praying for one another. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse from 38 to 44, that when someone strikes, uh, Jesus said, when someone strikes you on the right cheek, you turn the other cheek. Amen. This is talking about looking the other way. When someone intentionally provokes you, you turn the other way. When I was listening to a sermon one time ago and the man of God was explaining that when someone strikes you on the right cheek as is in the, the verse here on the right cheek it's it's in the Jewish culture it means the person is challenging you to a fight or to a duel because most people are right-handed so when they when you are slapping someone when you are right-handed you are you are going to slap their left cheek so when you strike, when you strike someone on their right cheek, that's a call to a duel. And Jesus is saying, when someone does this to you, you just turn the other cheek. You don't respond. You don't react. Rather, you respond. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is the demonstration of love. I believe we are we are all in. Amen. So we are going to go to the and then we are done. Amen. Please don't forget to like the show. The importance of letting brotherly love continue. First John chapter 4 verse 10 to 11. 27 minutes. First John chapter 4, verse 10 to 11. First John chapter 4, verse 10 to 11. Amen. In this, in this is love, not that we have loved but that he loved us and sent his son to be a preparation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. So we, we love, it is important that we love because we ought to do it. The word of God says we ought to love one another because God has loved us so second important is that it is a commandment of Jesus himself. We have read verse John 15 verse 12 a couple of times says, even as I have loved you, so should you love one another. Amen. First John chapter 4 verse 21. First John chapter 4 verse 21.
love God and keep His commandments. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments. And He commands that we love one another. Amen. The, the last verse, John chapter 13, verse 34.
can you hate your brother and then love God? It is not possible. First John chapter 2, 22 to 23. 1 John chapter 2, verse 22 to 23. Who is the liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? This is the Antichrist, he who denies the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever confesses the Son has the Father also. And 23, please, first, uh, 23. I think there's a mistake in the verse here. Someone post first John chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. First John chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. Amen. He that saith he is in the light and hated his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. Loving one another. Loving one another is how we walk in the light. It is how we walk in light. Amen. And there is no occasion for stumbling when we love one another. Amen. Matthew chapter 5 verse 24. Can someone please post Matthew chapter 5 verse 24? Leave your gifts before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gifts. Here Jesus was saying that Mr. Samuel, please, love is not secretive. Amen. Amen. Um, if you want to get your prayers answered, then you must love one another in the church. When we are praying, there should be love. Matthew chapter 5, verse 24 is saying here that leave your gifts in front of the altar and first go and be reconciled with your brother and then come and offer your gifts. When, if there is no love, if you do not love your brother, God cannot accept your prayers. God cannot answer your prayers. He won't accept it because he's interested with in your relationship with others. God is interested also in your relationship with others, even as he's interested in your relationship with him. First Peter chapter three verse seven. First Peter chapter three verse eight, verse seven. Uh, yeah. We are going to learn from that verse that even a husband's prayers can be hindered if he does not love his wife well or right. 
women. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs of you to the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Amen. So not loving, when there's the absence of love, your, your prayers can be hindered. Amen. First John chapter 3, verse 24. First John chapter 3, verse 24. keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him and by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us amen by this we know by loving one another we know that the spirit is in us we know that the Holy Spirit is in us for he has given us the spirit of love and of sound mind not the spirit of fear according to second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. He has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love. Amen. But the spirit of love. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of love. For the fruit of the spirit is, the first thing that is mentioned is love. Amen. So when we walk in love, it is proof to even ourselves that the Holy Spirit is in us and is working in us. So here we see that the spirit is also love. The spirit is love. The Son is love. The Father is love. Amen. God is love. God is love, love, love. Amen. In this we know that His Spirit is in us. For He has given us the Spirit of love and not of some. Please, we are talking about brotherly love. 
so at least you should love your boyfriend or your girlfriend with the love of God. Amen. That love should be there before maybe errors or something. And the basic love that you should love one another, the fellow you are talking about, it should be there. It should be there too. Amen. Please, I hope I've answered your question. So love among brethren is what will bring unity to the body of Christ. Amen. <laughs> love among brethren. If you don't love <laughs> if you don't love your boyfriend or your girlfriend, then I think your prayers will be hindered if you are keeping the person in the relationship. That way, love is, is going to become something which is there. Amen. So, if you don't love the person, then you should you shouldn't be in that relationship, and then the love should go back to fill you, purely fill you. Amen. When failure is not there, your love, your your prayers can be hindered. Amen. Because you are not loving your brother, your your love your boyfriend or your girlfriend I'm going to answer to my understanding amen but I stand to be corrected I may be wrong or something um, and I'm saying that the kind I, I mentioned the kind of love that should be there and I'm saying that if that is not there video is not there then yes your your prayers can be hindered amen and what kind of love should you have for your boyfriend and girlfriend that kind of love is um eros the physical attraction and then filio should be there too amen uh, i think the bible says in timothy that the gentlemen should look brethren is what will bring unity to the body of Christ and not necessarily fighting or uh, fighting about doctrine calling each other names on social media and stuff like that because because the Bible does not even say um, the unity of doctrine if 
there's another person that belongs to the body of Christ, but you don't really agree with the person, you, you should still love each other. It does not mean that you should cut the person off or something. You can still love one another. You should still let love continue. Amen. It's what type of love hinders prayers if absent. The love you have for one another, which is failure. And even it depends on the the relationship you are talking about. If it's between a husband and a wife, then eros should be there. Amen. But you can't love a, a friendly love, the eros love. So in that kind of relationship, it's filial that should be there. Amen. And if it's a relationship a a father and a child. The father doesn't love the child with eros. You love with stodgy. So that kind of love, if it's not there, will hinder prayers. And I said that all this love stems from agape love. Amen. Amen. So please, thank you so much. I have come to the end of my sermon. And I hope we have learned a lot. We have learned that God is love. And then in order to love, First, accept the love of the Father, and we should have the consciousness that God loves us. Amen. Please, uh, Mr. Minister Isiama is asking, please, if I don't have hate against one, two, please, I don't, I don't really get. If I don't have hatred, is it hatred against one, two, that one, so my prayers be ended? I don't really get the question. If you don't love, then you hate. There's no neutral. It's you are either here or there. Amen. Amen. You are either here or there. Amen. Amen. So let us be conscious of the love that the Father has for us amen like the apostle like the apostle john john was conscious of the love god had for him so he wrote of himself in in, in the book of john the apostle that the disciple that jesus loved he kept on saying that the disciple that jesus loved and even in the book of first john he always calls, he says beloved amen so he was conscious of the love that jesus had for him the only way we can truly, truly love one another. Amen. Please have brought my sermon to a close. Minister Samuel, kindly come and take over. Amen. Minister Winning, God bless you for such a powerful ministration such as this, teaching us about love. Let brotherly love continue. God bless you. God bless you. I can see a lot of people had a lot of questions that they wanted to trouble you with. But God will be God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So we thank you. We are honored. We are honored. We have learned a lot. We have learned a lot. The types of love, who love is, 
uh, how our lack of love or hate we have for someone can hinder our prayer and we have learned Jesus standard of love. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you too. Amen. Amen. Okay. Now Papa said, does anyone have questions? Does anyone have any questions? Uh, Apostle Samuel said we have 10 minutes to take and answer questions. So as we have learned about love. Sure. So as we have learned about love today, as our minister has taught us, does anyone have any more questions to give so that our minister can help us with that? So we are waiting for questions. We are waiting for questions. You can type it. Uh, Papa said this somewhere. So, so the, questions, the questions that will come, we will all answer. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But the minister will answer more. Amen. <laughs> so. Please, you are waiting for the questions. 10 minutes, so we are waiting for the questions. This is your chance to ask your questions on love. Mm-hmm. So let them come out. I see. Has all your questions finished? <laughs> um, um, please, can I love someone without trusting him or her? That is such an interesting question. If if you do not trust the person, then you don't fully love the person. Amen. That's what I can say. Mm-hmm. But then, you can, you can love someone and still be cautious. Amen. So I get your point. Someone has to be cautious, but depending on the person, behavior or character, let me see. So, yeah. Okay. Minister Winning, there's another question too. There's another question too. It says, What, what, what is the difference between love and lust? Love yeah. and lust, okay. One main difference is love is a fruit of the spirit. God is love. Amen. But love is a fruit of last, sorry. It's a fruit of the flesh. Let me see. It's a fruit of the flesh. Love last is dependent on physical things, on things that you can see. But love is unconditional. Amen. 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 And another question, please, with the prayers not being answered, is it only the husbands the wives are involved? Please, the wives are involved. Amen. It goes both ways. Amen. 
is it really possible is love really possible without trust and in my opinion where there's love there should be trust amen but there are some situations where the person that you love the person's character has not fully become i don't know conformed to that of jesus so you have to be cautious amen so you can't trust the person with certain things but you still have love for the person amen so eros is a fruit of the spirit hey people are asking questions so, so eros is the fruit of the spirit since he taught us that eros is also love I said that um, all the other kinds of love they come or they are components of agape love so the fruit of the spirit is love and a bit of that love is eros amen so if all is a product of agape love doesn't mean that Combine the four types of love to get a capital. Global icon. Very interesting question. Amen. No, I, I can't really say that. Or what I'm saying that they are inside um, agape love. But that is not all that agape love is. Agape love is more than that. Another question. Then why do you the ten minutes is not up? <laughs> then why do you get into such a relationship with someone you eventually unequally yoked with? Can you kindly come again? for the night taught us that in her response one of the questions she said that you should be careful um, in putting your trust in whoever you, you, you love you choose to love or enter into a relationship with uh, since the person might not really have the character of Christ in them and my question is why would you even get into such a relationship in the first place knowing that you are getting into a relationship to be careful of how you trust the person how you work with the person it means you're not doing your homework well or you didn't do your homework well and yourself you are your 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 christianity is questionable why do you let such a person into your life in the first place please do you get me that is what i'm trying to draw attention to okay is this still the question yes it's a follow-up question and um, okay. i want to correct something okay yeah. because this uh 
either I cut it in this recording or I don't publish this teaching at all. You taught us well and you brought uh, into light some types of love and you even taught us about bonus love. It's my first time hearing that anyway. But we have to be careful of our theology. Yes. That's why before you teach something, if you're not too sure, it's good you ask your leaders or somebody you trust that is grounded in the word of God. In a, especially if you are teaching and um, in your course of in the course of preparation, you comb through a lot of materials. You get into the race. Uh, you do research instead of maybe focusing only on the Bible or the scriptures. You come across a whole lot of information, and yet these are not all supposed to pass into your sermon. Please, are we following? They are not supposed to pass into your sermon or your teaching. Yes, because Bible says, Apostle Paul said, all things are helpful in one way or the other, but not all things, all things are lawful, sorry, for me, but not all things are helpful. All things seem expedient, but he says, I will not be brought under the power of any, that which you absorb and become conscious of eventually will rule and dominate your life. So if you have wrong access to knowledge, half-truth is still an absolute lie. Partial, partial obedience is still absolute disobedience. So saying something like Eros, this stego or I don't know how you pronounce that. And then agape and then filio are all different aspects of the one love, which you said God is. You said God is love. And so all of these bits and pieces are in him. I just want to correct that. God is love. The kind of love that God is can be broken down rather into the fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5, 19-24. If you want to concentrate on the fruit, you can find that in verse 22. It talks about patience. These are the components, the facets, the multifaceted aspects of that one love of God, which is an embodiment of his divinity, his, pers his personality. So it's not like if you break God down, like the way if you have, um, uh, let's say, a mixture of salt and sugar and water, that is sugar solution and brine, salt solution, and you should, you should uh, try to evaporate so that you can, through distillation, so that you can get back the various components, the constituents. You are going to end up getting all the water and the salt and the uh, and the sugar. No, it's not like that. It's not like that. So that is what I want us to correct. Yes, I want us to be mindful of this, that these things don't constitute God. God is able to show or to show 
how do I even to extend the romantic aspect of his love for us? God is also able to, you know, Abraham got to the point where he became a friend of God. I believe that the same applies to Enoch. The Bible says that in Ezekiel, sorry, Exodus 33, God told Moses that nobody, when he says, show me your glory, God told him that nobody ever sees my face and lives. And he's not talking about as in death, literal death, but he's saying that if you encounter me, you cease to be a normal human being. You lose your humanity. You become you become a god. Like you you change. You become a god, or you end up being absorbed into me. You can't. You you are David. You see me. You can't just be the David you were before. You can't see me and and live and maintain your old self. It's not possible. So. Enoch walked with God. He kept in pace with God, every step with God. Seeing him, interacting with him, until one day, that scripture came to pass. You can't see me and live. So he was taken. Enoch walked with God and was not was not. If you say somebody is not, do you understand? The person has passed away. If someone is no more, it means that person has passed on. Why? For God took him. He lost his humanity being absorbed into divinity. So these are aspects of God. God can show us all of this in his romance. You can see that in Songs of Solomon. He can show us aspects of his fatherhood. The friendship that he that that is exemplified in his work between the, his work with Abraham, one of the patriots, he can also so, show us um, that father son love. We we've seen it with David. Even now, he he treats us as as such. Amen. What I want to just tell us is that Minister Jennifer has done well, just like we've all done. We've all done very well. But if you are not sure about something, you've not seen it in the Bible once or at least, you should see it twice or maybe three times or at least once before you touch on it. It's very, very careful. And it's very, very essential. Very, very essential. Today, I didn't want to speak. What I'm saying, none of it is planned or arranged. But because of the questions that were coming up, that is why I came in to just help us to clarify these things. So please, don't get unequally yoked, number one. Number two, God is love. Love is God. A better appreciation of the different aspects of love is the fruit of the Spirit. If you want to categorize love in another way, then you could talk about its manifestations as the filio, as the eros and the agape and all of that. That is depending on the object of, of, of that relation. 
the object receiving the love can also modify or define the kind of love that the giver or the source of that affection is giving. So if it's in relation to my mom, I can't have the same love I have for my wife, for, for my mom or my dad. It can't be. Or the, the love I would, the, the affection I would have, the love I would have for my, my son or daughter, whether in the Lord or biologically, will not be the same as that which I will have for my boss at work. Please, are we following? Are we together? All in all, God richly bless you. This is just supposed to clarify a few things. God bless you for staying to the end. Amen. So, Minister David, you were supposed to facilitate everything tonight. Sorry for coming in. Please carry on and close us. Amen. And bless us as well. Amen. God bless you, Minister Samuel, for the shots, teachings, and corrections. Amen. So, and God bless you, Minister Winning, also for such a powerful session as well. So, at this juncture, we will just pray briefly and thank God for His Word, even tonight, for teaching us, for enlightening us, and also that He should grant us the grace not to be hearers only. For the scripture said, We should not be hearers of the Word only, deceiving ourselves, but we should be doers of the Word. It's not enough to be taught and forget what is taught or to have it only in your head without practicing what is being taught but it's also important to practically live out what you have been taught therefore we are praying thanking god for his word one and we are also praying for grace to do the word that he has given us love that we should love one another loving our brethren is not only in words but it is in deed as well therefore let us open our mouth shortly and let us pray heavenly father we thank you we thank you for your word tonight we thank you for your word this evening thank you, Lord we pray that we great to be doers of your word as well to be doers of your word as well and not just be here recently. in the name of jesus thank you Lord, for so much Thank you, O Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So we will take we take our announcements, then we are out of here. The podcast is just about to end. And God willing, tomorrow we shall be meeting. God willing, tomorrow we shall be meeting. And the time is 10.30 p.m. as always. That is 22.30 GMT. And our Apostle Samuel will be handling that session and we will continue with what he has been teaching us. That is the anatomy of the cross. So anatomy of the cross will be what we will be treating God willing tomorrow. And each and everyone should be present. Let us make it a point to be present just as we came today. Let us not miss God willing tomorrow's meeting as well. Keep burning for Jesus and let us make it a point to also talk to others about Jesus as well. Just as Mr. Benizer has posted, if you have any prayers offering seed, contact any of the numbers by Minister Jenny, Minister David, and Minister Amen. God bless you for joining. God bless you for joining. Shall we all share the words of the grace before we depart? Amen.
be the greetings. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship justice fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. Yes, as our pastor, we always say, we love you. God loves you. Have a nice evening. We shall meet God willing tomorrow. Bye, 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 bye. Bless the Lord.